hi everyone welcome to episode what is it i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't normally remember the count hadi i edit and post and then um i'll you know be able to see because i number the episodes but welcome to this episode honestly if you have listened to all the episodes up until now you are the realist and of course i definitely appreciate that as a an occasional content creator just at the end of the day you make content for people to consume it so that's really lovely but also if you've joined somewhere along the way or this happens to be your first uh, episode i mean by all means you're so much welcome and today i'm just literally gonna be talking about my experience working in media everything it taught me everything it brought out of me everything it suppressed in me if any everything just basically what that experience was and i'm gonna dive right into it hoping you had a good week again happy new month and um i really hope you're living up the december energy i'm not yet there myself because i need to really really work on my first semester i need to mute my phone that's the first thing i need to do then i need to work on my first semester assignments and submit them and call it a semester so i have one more week to go so i'm not really yet in that like celebratory mood to be honest i'm really 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 like so tired to be honest and like super busy a master is no joke a full-time master especially um because yeah you're just doing things back to back to back so but anyway i came here to do that exactly that and i'm doing it to the best of my ability so i'm really doing my best to 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 do well in my assignments because that's how i'm being assessed but anyway i hope you are okay and of good health and and cheerful and if you're not i really pray that whatever you may be battling with you'll be able to make some peace around it i do get messages every now and then on my dm of like oh laura how did you get on tv how was the experience how can i get there how can i get there and maybe as a start i can say one of the things that being not only in tv but being in the arts has given me an opportunity to do is it's given me an opportunity to understand the things that young people are struggling with the things that young people are drawn to are excited by and how they think how they see things it's a very big honor when it's not a big pressure <laughs> so like how i know is like anytime i have a chance to like speak to younger people than me because i am also still young depending on how you're looking at it because to be honest in the uk i feel old who here in the uk 23 year olds are like steps ahead or maybe at the same level as a 26 7 year old in kenya so yeah that's something but um back to what i was saying when when i get messages of you know how did this happen how do you get there how can i do that and everything one of the things i get to see is how one 
there's definitely a glorification of some careers over others or a glorification of some positions over others and there's definitely an excitement around some things without always entirely knowing what it means or what it's like getting there or being there and so i'm glad i i had just a random idea today it's always a random idea guys i never overthink these episodes um so i had a random idea today to just literally talk about it i've not even premeditated it a lot so i'm just gonna talk as i go and i hope i won't be too here there everywhere about it so we when 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 i have conversations like those i always desire to go deeper at length with them and so i'm hoping this can reach just a few people who would really uh draw, draw from it but other than that it's also just vibes i'm just gonna talk so about how i got there for me it was it was a simple process of course it has its intricacies but it was a simple process so i have i st- i literally started recording music after my after i finished high school the next year you know that gap year between high school and getting into campus i was i started recording music when people were were doing computer classes and and i did driving school at least <laughs> i was recording music i definitely have my honestly my whole life to thank my parents because honestly they supported us they support us in our dreams they've supported me in my music dreams and my brother in his like car enthusiasm life and you know they take me to studio once in a while if not most of the times of course i just request them for the money to record or to do this that the other they basically invested and, and i remember the same semester the same month i was starting my first semester of campus is the same month i re- released my first single natamani kuone and uh, from there it was just it's just been a journey it's just been the journey now from there so i i have been doing music best i can and in between i have been doing my own little content on social media in the little ways that i can you know just honestly for me it's been more of just sharing my life as i go through it um I'm lying. No, I don't really share my life to be honest. Okay, my real life is very basic. It's so simple and almost boring. Um <laughs> more like sharing my lessons, sharing my what I'm learning as I go through life. So, I would do vlogs, I would do um stories, stuff on socials. A lot came along the way in small ways and I've, I'm always grateful for that even at some point working with some brands and then when the opportunity for Bambika comes up which of which it came up basically because the host of Rauka at the time that was Enid Mora left the show and um, Kambua in the season of life she was in Bambika was really now she was done with that season so she moved to the morning show which is Rauka so gospel sunday is a production Rauka 6 to 9 a.m. 9 to 11 is a church service that's usually aired from you know any any place 
churches or whatever and then bambika 11 to 1 p.m that's on citizen tv so it's one production it's one team so Kambo uh, uh, moved to rauka and then now there was a space on bambika for a host to come in and so the reason I'm giving the background is because I really think it's it's literally where the story begins for me because if I hadn't been doing those what I deem as little things, you know, that it wouldn't I wouldn't have had that chance, I think, because I think this is what shed a light, this is what put the spotlight on me when Bambika opened up. So when I say put the spotlight on me, I no nobody really like it wasn't communicated officially but I, I mean there was a sense of sort of being handpicked in a way like we think you can do the job and they try to reach out a few times so the reason i'm saying try to reach out is because honestly the first time i was just like nope <laughs> i didn't even think about it i just didn't even i didn't even care for the job i didn't I didn't want a job in media. I was already very overwhelmed with the little, and I mean like super little, because now when you're in media, you see how much bigger it is. I was already overwhelmed with the little exposure and exposure that I had. So I just didn't, I've never, I didn't feel adequate for such a big role. And I'll be honest, I never have to this day. So that was my struggle. And that's why initially I said no. Um, but I think they found a way to, they did find a way to <laughs> convince me to at least come for the auditions. Because in as much as they had probably just said, okay, we think you can do the job. I still definitely had to pass through the right channels for them to really, for me to really prove what they think I can do. And that basically is an audition, an audition involving many other people who they think can fit the role. And then now we basically for lack of a better word battle it out for the role so i did the auditions and i remember doing the first audition when i was sitting my first exam sorry one of my final exams because at this point i was in my fourth year and again one of the reasons i was very apprehensive about the role was because at this point i had really grown passionate about my about nutrition and dietetics so i I knew music was always going to be a vocation for me, not a career. I've never really seen it as a career. Um, and so I don't know. I just felt like media coming in will mix me up a bit too much. So I was not too keen, honestly, on coming into media. So I remember that day I was sitting my exam and I literally just went in and I was like, I, I, I had told them prior, I was like, I have an exam, so I need to be like the first one and do this thing and finish. And that's exactly what happened. So I... <laughs> Honestly, kind of rushed through my audition, but I think I did well, and then that was it. After some time, I heard from them, and I went for the second round. After another month or so, I heard from them that I got the role, and the journey began. So, the thing is, I think if I can paint a picture of the media landscape or like the um, entertainment landscape as a as a whole because now when i say entertainment that's just much bigger than just media it's different things it's it's different things it's it's um and i think this is the landscape the template maybe like world over but of course i'm best, best able to give the kenyan context but it's <clears throat> it's uh, social media influencers that's one docket it's um media personalities and media personalities this is where the disparity comes in kidogo is there are tv 
or news anchors and then there are show hosts or entertainment show hosts and um, when you're thinking about it career-wise which is now again one of the reasons I think it's a great conversation to have when you're thinking about it career-wise you can't really like for me you can't call me a media professional I I was there based off of talent or a skill skill which maybe at first I didn't entirely have but the more I did it the more I gained it so I was there it's it's talent that draws you in and it's talent that like keeps you there and your growth and your continued growth in skill and so you're able able to now also be an MC if you want to be you're able to like an events host things like that because it basically just pretty much is the same thing but news anchors and just people who uh, reporters are like trained media professionals like they are people who if they keep climbing up the ladder or they they study or whatever they can literally work as communication specialists or consultants or things like that so there's a slight difference because you can and not to say that you cannot call me being a tv host a career it really depends on if that's what you want and i think part of making tv hosting a career is of course drawing a bigger picture outside tv because will you be on tv forever i mean i don't think so but how can you build onto it maybe go into emceeing and things like that end up building an emceeing i don't know company maybe um you know so i honestly think especially now looking back because um for context, I I left literally before I came to the UK, so that was like what September, a few months ago, um, twenty twenty two. In case you're listening to this in the metaverse or in the future, um, <laughs> looking back, I really, I re- I'm really glad I ended up taking the chance because I think that that was such a fun thing to do in my early twenties. Ooh, that was fun, like just just a chance to do something that maybe growing up i i may never really have because growing up to be honest i used to see images of myself on a tv but i i don't know for some reason when it came i wasn't too sure about it at the time but like i think it was bound to happen and i think it was it was honestly quite a fun experience um I'm glad I got to do that and and I think sometimes life hands you opportunities to do things that may even pay you because at that time honestly it was my main source of income actually it was yeah it was literally my main source of income like a salary salary gosh <laughs> and um that was exciting at 23 that was ooh crazy and my parents were so proud of me and I was able to start myself off in some way make some savings make some financial plans and just have fun while at it so that was really i'm so glad i had an opportunity to do that so just for anyone who is thinking about it from that career standpoint i would say remember there's a there's a difference like if you want to be a media specialist then you need to have a media background because that's the other thing and i used to see that fight that battle on twitter and i honestly could not put my voice into it because i completely understand the plight of people who have studied journalism and don't get jobs and then here we are and then we are get the ones getting the jobs but it's because also i've just come to understand that in entertainment shows they look for more than just 
papers you know yeah um so having a media background is really the best the better way to go if you want to go into it full full time or like long term as a media career and it might start off as a tv show and then graduate into something else but like because this is not my career path i guess i was not too keen to because people would always i've had several conversations of people saying oh you one day you you will be a news anchor you graduate into a news anchor but of course behind the scenes it's not it just doesn't now being a news anchor honestly is not just about an ability to speak before a camera it's also really about understanding communication and to be honest it's something i'm actually interested in in some way communication as a whole maybe not really news anchoring so there's a slight disparity and i really hope i've explained it well so here we are we've started the shows and at, at this time it was pre-covid i did a, a short stint before covid and then the rest of it was covid and so the 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 specs of my show are we, tra- we used to travel every week to a different county and uh, do the show with a live audience and the live audience was most of the times either a campus or secondary school so it's all the students a massive crowd Oof, energy also oh, good <laughs> so that definitely one one of the things that um was so hilarious about my my first few weeks or my first few shows because how it started as soon as they told me i got the job i shadowed for about a month or so like i just um the word is not shadowed i think the word is shadowed there's another word though i wish i could remember it but you know i just go with them to the shows but not really go on air just so that i can get a feel and understand how they do it and then when i finally got on air hey no <laughs> I just went on air as sort of like as myself like there was a part of me maybe there was an alter ego I needed to build but because it wasn't there yet I just went there as myself and and speaking how I speak and how I speak is I noticed I think I mean I wouldn't have noticed unless I did that I I think it was just for me I will talk and then when someone starts to talk uh, over me or like just they seem to be so enthusiastic to speak I actually just let them go. <laughs> and a live show, a live entertainment and a high energy show like that needs you guys to just banter ba 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 like this ball needs to move fast. Like you can't at wait to see do they want to speak. No, you just any single chance you get to speak, you just go for it. So that that's how it keeps the ball rolling and fast. You know there's a pace to it. There's a psych to it that I did not have. <laughs> So all our our debrief meetings were about your Laura man like you need to ad lib so this the the word for it there would be ad lib I did not know what ad libbing means I'm just like guys could you what are you saying what is ad libbing but basically it just means like quote what you're saying with many more words like you can't just say speak directly and say oh England just had their asses whooped by France say a lot more like England just had their asses whooped by, by France in a heated match we saw them being strong especially towards the end but unfortunately it didn't turn out good for them i've just come from watching the match so i mean that energy so um you need to quote what you're saying with more words and like give it weight 
I still hadn't learned how to do that. But beyond that, I wasn't moving with the energy of the show because I wasn't, I was too quiet. Actually, yeah, that's a word. I was too quiet on the show. So you're there, you're the main host of the show. <laughs> now you just look like a flower. Like you're there, you've done your makeup, you're dressed well, you want to look good on TV, but you're not speaking. So literally the outcome at the end of the day doesn't, it's not really strong because your presence on the show is felt in you speaking. So I was not speaking enough. And whenever I was speaking, I was also not speaking enough. Like I was not saying enough. So that's one of the things I learned professionally when I was doing the job. And I really found it exciting. If there's something this experience taught me as well was, to be honest, I, kn I knew I was shy because genuinely I was a very shy child. And I think it, it I was not, maybe this is just one of those things you say you just are. Because for me as a child, and, and, and there's a slight difference between being able to go before people and do something and being able to go people and do some, be in front of people and do something confidently. So yes, as a child, I had my two talents. So I'm that child who was in church going in front and singing. Because I used to sing with my mom a lot in the church. <laughs> and then we used to sing in the choir and praise and worship, you know, like I was that child who's there. Like I'm at the forefront. I was also, okay, I'm not bragging, but I'm bragging also. But I was also a smarty pants even in school. So, like, I was like a spotlight child, yes, but I was not at the, the most comfy. Like, my personality wasn't the loudest. Has I don't know that my personality is ever the loudest in the room. It's just like a still waters run deep, maybe kind of situation. Like, it's only until you really, like, get to experience me over time you'll be able to maybe get the full picture and so if there's a season in my life i heard these things around me like oh you look like a snob oh you're huh you look like a snob um you're snobbing you're what it was this time because like i people expect that because people expect me to be my alter ego all the time so remember like i said i had to build an alter ego and i'm glad i did it's so let me tell you it's so fun it's actually fun to sort of like have three versions of you no like right now i can say i have two versions of me <laughs> so i built and anyway it's not like my alter ego was like super different from my Genu genuine normal day-to-day -day personality it was just slightly more animated more psyched up more energy so tell me why can you imagine how people were so bummed when they met me in person and they'll just deflate like, like i used to just deflate pop their bubbles like wow she's so quiet or like maybe she's being snobbish but it's because i will i'm so shy so if there's a season in my life that brought out my social awkwardness it was this time because now what happened is when we first started the show oh i should say this actually hey i'm literally going here there everywhere and i said i wouldn't but i knew i was going to because yeah that's how i tell stories so before now things started getting like attention wise things started getting there the first number of shows because people didn't really know me one they still used to ask for the previous host kambua 
it it pinches you kidogo inside but then at the same time you're like yeah i mean she served here for a long time this is the name in people's mind this is the person people expect to see so you can imagine also how bummed they were sometimes when they don't see kamboa because some people the people don't always follow the show to the point of knowing that oh she left the show and now there's a new host they just know kamboa is the one who's normally with mambika and where is she now why is she not here So that was something to experience in some way and then hey I can't tell you the number of times I had situations where people fans come around the other hosts my really good friends Gigi and Noel and at the time also Holly Dave and they want to take pictures with them and then they give me did you get a picture they give me the phone to take pictures it just she's <laughs> too pinch a little but um I I was also to be honest being the living the moment kind of person I am I was also enjoying that season right it lasted because I knew that if if I actually do my job successfully I will grow into these people and now I'll be on the other side so for now let me enjoy not being having people a bit all over me um because one day it might be like that <laughs> So I used to happily do it and whatever. So yeah, there was that. That was just a a, a spice in the story. So see now things are growing over time. Pole pole to pole pole to. The more people are seeing you, the more they grow. They're, you're growing into them. Huh? Is that the right way to say? You're they're growing into you. You're growing into whatever. And then um, yeah, before you know it, now when especially when you're having a live audience. you pardon me you you when you're having a live audience audience you after the show you have lots of live interaction with them like they come for selfies after uh, autographs conversation questions blah 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 now that is definitely something it's definitely something woo it's something like it, it's it's a lot <laughs> emotionally and mentally like because being in such a position generally in life and just also just on a basic level is slightly pedestalizing like people are excited to see you and you can, of course i'm not saying it's a, it as as though it's a bad thing it's not a bad thing but people like are excited to see you as a person or you as or the team as a whole and so there's the buzz around it there's the energy around it and it surrounds you and you 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 can't ignore it you know So now that's where the, that's a point I'm I'm telling you guys now is when I realized we and you and me yeah I can be very socially awkward cuz like to be very honest people used to intimidate me and I know it sounds absurd but like I am generally intimidated by high like my personality curls into a ball in the presence of high energy when I walk into a room and like And that's the same thing that happens if I can give a different context. That's the same thing that happens to me anytime I'm in a I'm in a room with so many celebrities. I literally just I feel like a dot in the corner. And not to say that I feel small, but that I actually curl to such a small level. Like I just inside me, you know, I'm happy to be in my corner. and let the bigger energy take its place and then i will speak if i get a turn if i don't it's okay like i don't even bother so when people would come to me like oh my god carrera 
Laura, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just to intimidate me. <laughs> I used to feel like this crowd could swallow me up at this moment because and in, in immediately i don't know i think i feel like these people expect from me they expect me to say something some not just something but something oh my god and i have nothing to say and i'm tired and sometimes you are cramping you know period you're cramping or like you're just you and you is just shy and you don't know what to say um and the thing about which is quite exciting is how honestly there are so many different types of fans also there are fans who are so gentle you can even now for me i really used to love those um the quiet girl out there or just simple person out there who is just watching everyone else come at you come at you and then they try to sneak in and just say hi laura I've been watching you. I used to love those ones because now I feel like I mean I could feel by the way. <laughs> so I used to actually have an ability to spot those people and actually reach out to them myself because I know they don't have that um person their energy doesn't their personality doesn't have the energy to reach out as aggressively or as fast so i used to reach out to those people and i used to really love it there but hey, the high energy people used to intimidate me to be honest because like by the time i was done with them i used to feel like my energy is out kabisa so yeah that that is something it taught me about myself and um and so i think on top of that i've learned a little to now talk to to now push my personality kidogo just kidogo hey i can't do it that much to be honest but like so i just used to be to smile <laughs> smile and oh thank you thank you thank you <laughs> awkwardly the whole time but like some i think i've become better at being able to just like say something more or like or sometimes just accept that I don't have anything to say so let me just listen listen actually yeah that's a very strong thing to do sometimes is there are people who just want to tell you stuff listen just listen um so we would do that go to schools travel the country and that was something I found so exciting and I really wished I could do it more because as soon as like I felt like for me it was the peak of traveling and everything of course the rest of the team had been so used to it covid hit and so we had to come back into studio so being in studio just literally meant you you're you're in the same spot every sunday and you have to be innovative and that's definitely a big aspect of it like i i learned a lot about show production i learned about a lot about the behind the scenes of of what people see at the end of the day and this goes back to something i've said on this podcast a few times about like building skills through voluntary work through a random job here and there through um the little things you can do in life especially in your early 20s what you build is not just um pesa it's transferable skills keyword transferable skills as in a skill that imagine you may not know when you ever use it but you will somewhere you will or it could be the bonus that you bring into the, the next company you you work for or the dream company you work for maybe 
for example, like right now, if I were to go and work for UNICEF, I'd be like, you know, as part, as a, as on top of this role of, you know, let's say like head of monitoring and evaluation, I can play a role in advocacy through the audience that I've built in, in me, through me, through the media work and music that I've done. And it's just an extra boost to it. Or I can offer support. I, I can serve as a support role to the communications team because I know how to edit. I know how to... to and these are things that I learned. Like I remember editing vlogs and stuff. It's my brother who taught me how to do it. And he also learned just on YouTube. So building those skills, learning something new is such an exciting thing to do for me that I literally dedicated an entire episode to it. I think it was episode before this one. No, the episode before the one before this one. <laughs> so um, that was exciting and I really, really enjoyed that. So tell you what, honestly, being on TV is, for me as Laura, easier than being in front of like a live audience. So I don't think I'm a great, I would make a great MC at an event. The, the eyes of people are looking at me, 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 see, <laughs> But like, I really, at, I eventually grew to love the screen. I grew to enjoy the camera. I grew to just love it. Like, when the camera goes on, I just would flow. And part of flowing for me was just literally, yes, there's a being yourself. There's a pushing out of yourself into your alter ego. But then there's also the laughing at your own jokes and... And when you bluff, you laugh at yourself and you banter with your you with your colleagues. And of course, now for you to have a great show, you need to have genuine off-screen chemistry with your colleagues for you to have great on-screen chemistry. And I'm so grateful that I had that with my colleagues. So that was so exciting. But the, and I think the there was some growth that came with um COVID because much as we weren't able maybe to do things as we were used to at the same time everyone was locked home people were not even going to church so there was like so much more visibility by people staying home and watching the show and i think i mean looking back i feel like that also brought a lot of growth on me on people maybe who had not known me before it gave me a chance to show myself to this audience and i truly appreciate that i had Yo, sometimes guys, when I look back at the fact that I got the honor of hosting genuinely what is Eastern Central Africa's biggest gospel show, I'm like, wow, Yanni, that was such an honor, honestly. Um, because around that time is when I noticed like more visibility. That's when I noticed like, cause me, 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 random, like me, you can find me in the middle of Nigeria doing what. So I'd maybe stop at a petrol station and eh. Hey, wait, wait. And you know that's a funny thing. Also, sometimes people don't know your name, but they know you. And banter. And now definitely one of the perks of like being known to someone in that kind of a way is you get freebies, you get like good treatment, you get little extra stuff. But then on the flip side, to be honest, it used to like break my heart a little when maybe I'm with someone or like I'm in a room and then people stop to treat me better than everyone else who's been there longer than me or like that is always super awkward and please guys if you ever have a chance to do that don't really do that like you can acknowledge the person but 
don't neglect the rest of the people who are there because of this one person. Like, yes, you can treat them. Maybe Rukisha then the line bassy, but like still treat these other people just as fast or something. So yeah, that there's that. There's those things that happen. So COVID season was quite something on TV. It, I mean, it was such a tough. By the way, it was such a tough thing, like keeping the country alive and happy on a two-hour show. At such a dark time, that was definitely something. But I can tell you for a fact that this three years on the show really built my mental fortitude. Like I, I learned to understand people, to see people, to be empathetic to people's situations, to get out of my cocoon because I honestly admit that in my own ways I do live in my own bubble you know where sometimes I can just forget who the person somewhere else across the world is and what their life is like and what they could be struggling with and so people trust you with their stories people trust you with their experiences people people share people draw from you in the most interesting of ways that it's so humbling when people tell you oh you know i was watching you when i was going through this and this happened Yani, that's so humbling <laughs> it's so humbling so being in the media house itself like girl media services was definitely great like seeing what that looks like you know what a media house running looks like and if there are some things I picked from it, I would say number one, not this is a very tricky one to be honest. It's a very tricky one, very very tricky one. I can't say that you do bare minimum or rather do only what you paid for, but then at the very same time, I can honestly say, don't also go overboard. Don't go overboard. Like at some point, you really have to to know where the line is drawn. I had my 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 thing and my experience with that where I did a lot of extra work. But to be honest, I, I, I genuinely, especially at the beginning, I genuinely used to do it out of curiosity. I'm like, I have the time, I have the energy to cover up or to do this extra thing. Why not do it? Because I'm also going to be learning in the process. And to be honest, it did help me. It did help me. But then, you know, it needed to... At the back of my mind, yes, I knew that I needed to do it, draw a boundary, that is. But when you've got time to do that, I really, it was, it's it's tough to enforce it sometimes for you to just say, I'm sorry, but no, I can't do that. Or if I do that, give me a day off. Or if I do that, you need to top me up. Or, you know, so that's something I learned. Like, and um, in one way, definitely companies can be super, super opportunistic. And if they find someone who's happy to do everything for, for the same pay, they will let you do it. But at the same time, sometimes it's the runnings of a company also or a department sometimes just require you to do more because there's a massive gap that won't be filled tomorrow. So sometimes you just have to be reasonable enough to see this gap is here. And as long as this gap is not being filled, it's also affecting my job, my output at the end of the day. So I can do a little, my colleague can do a little. At, at the end of the day, when we combine forces, we will fill this gap and then we will get the job done well so there's gonna be this i feel like in a work let me just say speak only based on that work environment that i had or rather that work experience that i had <clears throat> i feel like 
gaps exist almost everywhere like even where i'm working right now here in the uk at that restaurant newly opened restaurant there are so many gaps many massive gaps if anything there are very obvious gaps here in the uk in many companies because the almost every place is short-staffed which i find so interesting but yeah they're really short on staff especially like for maybe let me say middle class jobs or like um, skill jobs so the, when you're short staffed of, of course it's gonna be strain those of you who are there are gonna need to sort of do extra that maybe you're not paid for so um that i feel is a part of many work environments and you need to now find your balance like you need to be able to know i can go this far to support to fill this gap because at the end of the day also something i can add on top of that is I think for you to really be a great, well, not just a great employee, but good at your job and happy with your job, the job needs to serve you, but you also need to serve the job, man. Like you can't just be in a workplace all about the money you get at the end of the month. You need to be of value to this company as well. Like honestly, the the delight of you leaving and knowing that I have left a gap like people will remember that i was here and that i contributed something is good and even the emptiness people feel when you leave indeed shows that you are doing something so for me that's how i choose to approach work that's what i think is a very healthy way of approaching work that yes you want something out of it you want good quality of life you want your employer to give you benefits you want this that the other Nakini, what are you what's your value what's your value and just um laying on top of that and say interpersonal skills are so important like interact with people you will get so many favors that's one and you will get support when you're good to people they will be good to you even if they do not know your name i remember the last day when i was moving around with my leaving form that everyone has to sign if you've ever had to leave a company like resign or something you know maybe yeah you have to go to marketing eh, fi- eh, finance you know, you, they need to sign you off all of them i met people i'd never met because you see now the other thing was working working on a sunday meant weekdays like me i'm not in the office I, and then and then my job also didn't involve being anywhere in the office really i just used to show up on sunday and do the show or if you're doing promo shoots you just interact maybe mostly with the camera crew um so i was meeting people i've never met and most of them know you because they work for the company and they know the faces of the company if i can say it that way but beyond that some of them would say things and i'm like oh like i don't know you but you happen to know that i am this way and i am that way and i truly appreciate that people people draw from your the energy that you give and they happen to speak about it so interact well with people and you will get support i i I don't to be honest i i really want to emphasize that it's not just about getting favors and making friends because i yeah making friends is not really the end of the world it's more about support in the workspace trust me when you go to ask someone to help you with something and you never show up for anyone it's gonna be i'm not gonna stop my job to start slaving for you no but when you're kind to people they will offer you support 
so it was fun getting the chance to do even things that you know were not even part of my like my my everyday job hosting the marathons things like that that was really really fun a big part of it also was the people i interviewed it was such an honor just interviewing people that some of them i grew up listening to um some of them i would never even have imagined some even some international artists so that was really great i enjoyed that it challenged me hey one of my most embarrassing moments <laughs> was this day when kapigathi was on our show he was equity bank were um sponsor on the show so he had come to speak about the product miss jiwa my brain was so i i was just writing down some notes prior to our interview and then i said polika like i was trying to remember his second name and he was so kind he was so kind he was like igade and i was like damn why would i ask him his name <laughs> no he thinks i don't know him but anyway yeah that was that was embarrassing but anyway like interacting with different guests and um i had loads of embarrassing moments on the show to be honest like i had a lot of shrubbing moments Mm. I had technical hitches. Oof. Some that only had. Um but I really learned to 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 act on my feet. I, I, I really learned to be on toes, on toes, on toes, on toes because every single minute matters on TV and yeah. Um there's something I wanted to say. Why did it escape my mind? So yeah, that's that's a bit about like what the behind the scenes experience was like and maybe like what i learned from it um and every job honor every job honor every role in the company that's they all contribute to the end picture you know respect your that person the other person the graphic designer the cleaner the the assistant the floor manager that every single person has a role to play in the up the final output and that's really really important um and even within the company like the people who are at the end of the day in front of the screen when you're in the company it doesn't it doesn't work like that when you when you're working you are part of the team you're not any higher or better than the other people because you are on screen so i loved that about the place um yeah so How did it change my life personally? Um one and this was so hilarious. Like I remember the day my dad walked home and he was I don't know, was he pissed or was he just being funny? Like he it was during lockdown when they had a curfew and so Okay. Why say this? Self-implicating, but like sometimes A few times I was late, I'll just pull out my <laughs> my work ID. Oh, polia fande nimetoka kazi. Oh, nini nini nini. Ah, ni wewe. Hey, whatever. So like maybe people like around my estate or like where I stay got to know me especially now like the cops at this time. So how does it happen that my, one day my dad is late because my dad has also like worked in um admin and things like that so he has had his really good like um experience with admin around that area so he has his accolades very honorable accolades um so 
how does my dad how is my dad talked one day and then it's not like eh hey, abari mr mugambi hakuna shida unaweza pita afande or something like that <laughs> this cops tell him ah ni baba karera ah ah sasa sasa baba karera ni sawa unaweza pita <laughs> my dad comes home and he's like we which is with these people now calling me baba karera i am mr mugambi now it is people don't address me as me they address me as your dad <laughs> So anyway that's just a funny thing that happened that like I noticed changed a bit like now your family or like your closest especially family start to be associated by you um and I feel like that can play out differently just depending on how you relate to your family and thankfully for me it's, it's a healthy situation so like there's no tension Yeah, but then also you know that's pressure also because like it means the reverse is true it means that if something negative is associated with me and comes out in the public then it will definitely trickle down to my family and they'll feel the pinch of it somehow um so that was definitely something on my how it reflected on my family is to be honest i feel i always feel they they're being proud of me my mom my brother my dad i always feel that they tell it to me and they would cheer me on and they would watch my shows when they could but um on me now of course it was definitely in my heart just wanting to make them proud every day um cuz you also remember that you're not just carrying your name you're also carrying the family name in some way and you want to make them happy you don't want them to read something random on a blog and think hey okay um but then it just to be awkward sometimes when people ask me personal questions on interviews and I'm like gosh even my family doesn't know this no you are you asking me now <laughs> but nothing like too serious so yeah um friendships really change i just made a few more friends in the in the in the space but nothing really changed like well i'm grateful that with my friendships we've been able to like set healthy healthy systems healthy boundaries healthy whatever and and i never i just still wanted to continue to show up as me first of all to be available and like yeah to continue to show up as me so really i don't even know if there's really much i can say about that cuz like nothing much has changed on that um but it it has been a good experience and it has definitely taught me a lot and of course the the maybe as i end the pod at the one of the final things that um is still like a burden i can say a burden to me to if i'm being truly honest is to this day i completely struggle with the idea of uh, being a voice in my generation in to put it in a simple way i don't know if i'm enough i don't know if i've done enough i don't know if i do enough i don't know if as a person i am enough you know like it's such a big role for people to look at you and not just look at you but expect you to say the right things to speak into their lives they expect that on a random day they should meet you oh yeah there's also the fact that people think you have money anyway it's a job like any other trust me wow and if you really think about the jd and like what that looks like certainly pesa mingi but people think when you're on tv you have money <laughs> but no 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 um but generally there's also the, just the feeling of people 
feeling like you have it all together and i did experience this even with family whereby like hey ukienda ucha those aunties shoshos and cousins back home like i mean to them and you can't blame them to them as in uko nairobi and no you're not only nairobi uko kwa tv come on like you can change our lives you know but you you're definitely not yet there but even on a bigger scale it's just the day to day interaction with people that um people believe you have an answer to their problems or trust you with very serious um life decisions and you're just like okay i can point you to a direction i can tell you how i do it or i can tell you how i went about it or i can tell you how i reconcile that in my mind but i'm not the end all and be all you can't really do it because laura said that this is the way i'm only contributing to your end decision and at the end of the day you have your personal relationship with god to like fall back on or lean on so it has had me thinking a lot because with me i've been on the other side i've been that very young 16 year old 17 year old girl who used to dm a massive celebrity and tell them ask them random questions some of them are very uh, questions that i find simple right now but at the time i was battling with so now when i'm on the other side where i get this from like younger people i fret a little i i freak out a little because i know how valuable it is that i say something that will help them and i only hope that i do that right so that is a very personal battle that i face every day where i'm like akimimi and i feel like i also have my own struggles i also have my own battles i'm facing i'm also reconciling a few things in my mind i'm also learning things okay am i really speaking into them um but then also i feel like i want to stop talking about that a lot because i feel like i also don't want to over i don't want to make that the story in my head too much that i never really outgrew it i think it's also a season i mean i think it's also a phase i mean because i'm a young person and i'm learning life a lot and there is a challenge with being given such a big unction when you're very young because think about it i started I came into the scene. I burst into the scene at 19. That's a very young age. So I'm grateful I had the systems around me. The systems being my family, my faith, my church, my spiritual leaders, my spiritual friends um to like help me continue to like grow and align things. But then I think part of just stepping away from all this for now has also been refreshing so that i can just remember that before I'm anything else i'm also a person and i need to grow so i feel like one of the reasons i'm struggling is because i'm feeling a need to grow more so that i can pour into people more um so that i'm able to pour into them adequately you know so I really you know if this was anything I'm 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 really glad you listened and I hope um you enjoyed the pod. Imagine that's it. Such a minimalist podcast. I need to go pick my clothes from the laundry and thank you for listening. It's been such a long one. Oh my goodness. Bye guys. Bye guys. I've just realized 55 minutes. <laughs> Bye. Lots of love.